Welcome to It Just Means Less, where we talk all things SEC sports. Here are your hosts, Wells Perigen and Jacob Holman. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the It Just Means Less podcast. I'm your host, Wells Perigen. Here with my co-host, Jacob Holman. What's up, everybody? We're here today to talk about Week Eight, Week Eight, Episode Thirteen. Jacob, it's been it's been a fun ride so far, and you know I'm excited to continue this. Uh, was there anything that stood out last week for you? Yeah, um, I let's see. I I was thinking about this earlier. I knew you were going to ask a question, and I, I was thinking about what I was going to say. Um, is is Missouri legit? I, I mean, think it's a legitimate conversation. I mean, they're definitely better than me and you expected them to be. No, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. And then, um, I don't think even I don't think USC is that good. Their yeah, defense, I think other defense isn't. Yeah, I agree. I think their offense is um a very capable offense. It'll, probably a New Year's six offense, but they don't have the defense to keep up. I mean, most teams. You saw what Ohio. I mean, the Ohio State. Um, Notre Dame game was a little low scoring. I think it was in the teens, maybe the low twenties, and then they just got. I mean, and even Southern Cal couldn't even do anything and didn't hold them to that much too versus Notre Dame last week. So, I think the main thing that stood out to me was probably what happened Friday night, what Stanford did to Colorado. Oh yeah, I mean that was just like, I mean as an Auburn fan, I I, I can understand. I I relate to Colorado. Yeah. Uh, what comes to mind is two years versus Mississippi State when we were like 28-7 and we blew a 21-point lead. But, you know, that's not what we're going to talk about today. Um, I think we elaborate on that one. Yeah. Something that stood out to me, which I'm going to be a little bit of a hater here, was how underwhelmed I was by LSU last weekend as far as the atmosphere, like the whole process. Yeah, I got you. I mean, I agree that the game was never in doubt. Like they were, they were confident the whole way through. Auburn was down. 17 before we got a first down and at that point it was 203 sorry 206 um offensive yards for lsu and we had negative three but at the same time it was a two possession game mid third quarter and the stadium was like three quarters i mean uh, a third of the way empty yeah like there was never a moment where i was just like wow it's loud you know and like i said it could have just been because of the game the way it was but I will say they do have a pretty campus, though, Jacob. Yeah, I mean, they're, I think they're the real Tigers. I think you can say that much. No, I think it's, I mean, I guess they did beat Missouri. I was going to say we're going to give it to Missouri right now. Um, actually, actually, the real Tigers is the University of West Alabama Tigers. <laughs> you know, Tyreek Hill might agree with you. Yeah. Or uh, Colin Smith, Puff, might agree with you. <laughs> yeah, you know, one other thing that I – and a little, or a take that I have, I'm, I'm really, I'm a little disappointed in South Carolina. Me you know, too. Me too. How, they were up. How much were they up by Saturday? Ten. Ten. They lost, you know, on last, within the last minute, right? Mm-hmm. I so, think like 30 seconds. Yeah. I mean, I did call Florida to go in there and win that one, but I, I just hate it because I think we both had them, or I know I had them at nine and three. So, just I little, think I was, yeah, I think I was nine and three, two or eight and four, little, somewhere through there. A little disappointed in that, but I mean, if you want to go ahead and go with yes, yeah, how we're doing like, overall. Yeah, Jacob kind of led into it, but talking about how he picked um, Florida to go in and win last week. Um, he went nine and three outright last week and seven and five versus the spread. He went zero and two on the Super Dog because Indiana got the crap beat out of him. Oh, <laughs> that, that was awful. 
<laughs> and UAV lost. That was bad. Um, I went ten and two versus the outright nine and three versus spread one and one versus Superdog because Wyoming covered, but BYU also got blown out. So you know, that brings my total to eighty three and nineteen on, on the year versus outright. 50 versus 41, 50 and 41 versus the spread and eight and six Superdog. Jacob is right behind me at 82 and 20 outright. We're tied for spread at 50, 41, and his Superdog is five and nine. This is awful, dude. <laughs> so bad. Well, I mean, we're getting to the point where Superdogs are like getting a little, uh, oh, I don't know. The spreads are getting lower. It's easier to pick the upset, like that, that upset, to my opinion, but it's harder to pick like the who's going to cover the big spread. I don't know, man. I feel like it's easier and I feel like it's reversed because. Like I'm every week I get on the ESPN and I'm like, mm, who who's gonna win this week? Who's gonna upset somebody? Because I mean, I don't even know how confident I am in the pick that I have. Just because you never know how you never know who's gonna show up when. So, mm, that's that's true. I guess we can go ahead and start into our yeah. first game. Uh, bottom of the barrel for the SEC West. Yeah. Uh, Mississippi State three and three, zero and three in conference play. At Arkansas, we talked every week about how disappointing Arkansas is. They are two and five, zero and four in SEC play, and the spread is Arkansas six point five because this is two bottom of the barrel teams. They are playing at eleven a.m. on ESPN, as they should. And um, you know, I think unfortunately for Mississippi State, uh, I think Arkansas will get their first um, conference win this week. I have them winning and covering. Um, State just hasn't looked like they belong in really any of their SEC games. Maybe a little bit. Of, you could say maybe they belong to South Carolina offensively, but not defensively. So, um, Woo Pig, I guess. Yeah, I'm I'm the same boat with you. I'm going with um, Arkansas to win and to cover. Just because I didn't get – I did not get to go to the game last week. But um, I do know that they showed up in the second half, and K.J. Jefferson is a dog. So, I think I think they're going to – handle um i think they're going to handle their business versus um mississippi state and then the next game is number seven tennessee who is five and one two and one in conference play coming to tuscaloosa to play number 11 alabama who is six and one four and oh in sec play um bama's favored by nine and a half it's a 230 cbs kick um i think i think it's gonna be close like it was last year I think nine and a half is really generous, but I, I think Alabama is going to win, but I think Tennessee will cover. It'll come down maybe to like another last second field goal or maybe a touchdown or something like that. But I think it's going to be close as it should be because they're two pretty good teams. Yeah. I mean, Joe Milton has not been living up to what everybody Tennessee thought they were going to be, but he's still been more, he's been more than competent for sure. I mean, his he's 10 to four touchdown interception rating. Um, you know, he's averaging – he's throwing for 1,300 yards. I mean, through what – was that six games, seven games? That's not bad. Um, I'm with you. I think Tennessee will cover, but I think it's going to be seven or maybe – you know, I think it's going to be about a seven-point game. Um, Bama, Bama's going to win. They're in Bryant Denny. Um, Milrow's looking better and better each week, which is kind of scaring me for, you know, the last week of the season. But I think Bama will win, and I think – yeah, I guess I'm going to give Tennessee the cover just because – you know, we had Tennessee going. What we both had one loss Tennessee this year. Yep. And we need that kid to continue just so we don't look stupid. So, no, I think they need to go ten and two. Oh, uh, ten and two. Please. I yeah. mean, I yeah. At least. yeah. Next on the agenda, we talked a lot about them. South Carolina two and four, 
one and three in conference play at number 20, Missouri, who is six and one, two and one. Missouri is favored by seven and a half. It is a 230 SC network game, um, which is kind of sad for Missouri because as well they play, and I think they deserve to be on a, a major. I mean, SEC network is not, you know, it's not the plus, but it's still. I think, I think it should be the 630 game instead of LSU Army. Probably so. I think so. I think Missouri's earned that right right now. But before, I guess when the time was set, they hadn't beat Kentucky last week. So that's um, South Carolina is unfortunately going to fall to two and five, in my opinion, and one and four in um, SEC play. I think Missouri is just the better team right now. I mean, I love Spencer Rattler. I love the um, legged kid. I love Tanner Bailey, but I love the late kid at receiver for um, South Carolina. But Missouri is just the better team, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I'm the same way. I think Missouri is going to handle their business going or seven and a half. It's a big number for an ACC game, but I think they're going to cover it. Um, is it Luther Burden or Borden? I think it's Burden. Well, either way, he's. <laughs> I think we had this talk last week. It's B U R D E N. Burden. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's going to be a burden to South Carolina this week because he's going to. He's gonna. I think he's gonna run all over him. I mean, the dude's a the dude's a dog. And I think he's up there. I mean, I, could you consider him in the race for SEC Player of the Year? Maybe. I mean, he's he's only a sophomore too. Like this is just his second year in the league. I mean, he's got eight hundred and eight receiving yards, five tutties. Was he um, a Yeah, he was. Or did he transfer in? No, he he was a freshman last year. He was a true freshman last year. I was say um, he would definitely be newcomer of the year. Yeah, but he's. I think he's. It's in the conversation. Yeah. Um, just off the top, I mean, I think Jane Daniels is up there for the talk about it. I mean, Milrow, I mean, Milrow, Milrow could continue to, if he continues. He's not there yet. I could see him. You know, if Bama finishes eleven and one, and he just keeps getting better and better. I could see him possibly getting there. Brock Bowers, though. Brock, he's hurt now. Yeah, which we can. T- I mean, so that that kind of hurts his chances a little bit. I think those guys are kind of and Luther. I, I'd say Luther is up there for sure. He's definitely the playing the best. He's the best receiver in the SEC right now, and I don't think it's close. Um, so yeah, I don't know if I said I, if I was going to have him covering, but I do have Missouri covering. So Missouri win and cover for both of us. Yeah. Um, next is number thirteen, Ole Miss five and one, two and one in SEC play with their loss to um, Bama like two or three weeks ago. Yeah, at Auburn. Auburn's struggling a little bit right now. Three and three, zero and three in SEC play. Spread is Mississippi six and a half, but it's a six p.m. game in Jordan Hare. This is the Missouri game. Missouri should be in this slot. Mm, I think we're playing. I don't, yeah, maybe they're gonna give it. To, <laughs> it's it's good. It's I'll tell you what it's all about. It's all about publicity. Well, no, I'm not okay. I'm not gonna tell you what it's all about. <laughs> it's um, <laughs> it's about the drama between you freeze. And the Ole Miss. It's the first time Hugh Freeze has played Ole Miss, or even with Lane Kiffin, all the talks that come about Lane Kiffin coming to Auburn this year. Um, you know, everybody said the deal was signed. Then he backtracked and said, wait a minute, nothing's been signed. So I think they're going to give us a little bit of the the drama so the country can tune in to watch the Auburn Tigers play football. Yeah, um, this probably should have been the 11 a.m. game. <laughs> unfortunately, Auburn will be 0-4 in SEC play after this week. <laughs> Um, I think Ole Miss is going to win and cover. I think it's going to be a really great game up until about the fourth. I think they'll eventually wear us out. I think the atmosphere will be great. I mean, it's not giving Jordan Hare against an SEC opponent. Um, Auburn did beat Ole Miss last time they were in um, Jordan Hare. That was a six and seven Brian Harson team. 
um, really close game. I think Lane Kiffin went for it for like four times inside his own fifty, yeah. like and, and like early in the game too. Um, but their Ole Miss is just their offense is just functioning a lot better than Auburn's is right now. I think Auburn's going to keep the game. I don't think Ole Miss will get above thirty five. Okay, but I but I I do see them getting right there about that thirty one to maybe thirty five range and beating Auburn by you know twelve thirteen late. Yeah, but I could see I could see it being a one score game going into the fourth quarter. I don't I don't I'm not necessarily or I'm not particularly worried about the defenses. I think if they, which I don't think they're going to get in a shootout because I don't think Auburn's offense is a shootout um, potential. You know, just because of the low scoring mm-hmm. games that you've had, but I think if if you're going to get in a shootout, it's going to be favorite Ole Miss. So that's where I would lean towards. But because their defense is good, or their their defense is okay, um, but I think I think it's good enough to hold their own in a you know, or their offense is good enough to hold them, keep them in every game they're in. So. That's what I think is going to happen. I think Ole Miss is going to win and cover the six and a half. Probably, if I was uh, sorry, if I was Hugh Freeze, what I'd do is I'd get in the eye formation, and I'd limit how many times Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss and Jackson Dart touch the ball. No, that's fair. I, I think we can run on them. I really do. I believe Auburn's got a, the bet like the backfield between um, Jarquez Hunter, which really has not looked good. Jarquez has not looked good this year, but T has looked like the best back. And, and then Jeremiah Cobb, um, Austin's going to be hurt. But I think we can run on them. And I think if we limit, especially if we we limit um, the amount of times Ole Miss is on the field, we can keep it close. But I agree, they're just too high-powering for us right now. Yeah, I mean, I think the game is close until Ole Miss gets off the bus. That's when they're going to win the game. Oh, is that so? <laughs> is that the first time they get off the bus? You know, like when they walk the field Thursday, I mean, Friday night? or yeah, no, like when, they get, time? when they get on the bus leaving Oxford, they have one. Uh, <laughs> that's both of you to assume they're going to get on the bus and not a plane now. I don't think they'll fly that. <laughs> they might, though. Who knows? No, they just want to see the beautiful scenery of, of Gordo, Alabama. Yeah, or you might go over. Let's see, Centerville. They could see they could stop at the rest stop if they go on the bus. Actually, yeah. they'd probably go twenty two down to two eighty is how they'd go. So they probably go, they go to Bucky's. <laughs> that would be something. Lane Kiffin would be all over Twitter There's if he was in the Bucky's in Auburn. There is a Bucky. They could stop at the Bucky's in Auburn too. I think Lane all right. even looks like a Beaver Nuggets type of guy. <laughs> all right, let's get off Lane. All right, next we got Army two and four at number nineteen LSU. LSU is five and two, uh, four and one in conference play with their one loss being Ole Miss. Um, spread is big. LSU thirty two and a half, six p.m. SEC Network game. Jacob, I, I think we both have LSU winning the game, but will LSU support the troops and keep the game close? I fully support the troops. Um, but LSU and Brian Harson give them the middle finger, and they're gonna come. Brian Harson. I mean, not Brian Harson. Same thing. <laughs> I Brian love Brian. Harsin, everybody's the middle finger. <laughs> Brian Kelly. Sorry, you were talking about Auburn, and I got to thinking. But yeah, Brian. Brian Kelly. Um, yeah, LSU wins. I think LSU wins big. Um, I don't. I mean, yeah, those kids down there don't care about the don't care about the troops. <laughs> they don't even know what. Is out of LSU, so Harold Perkins is going to have a big game just because of the way Auburn. I mean, Army runs their offense. He's going to be up in the mix of it. Um, yeah. They're Mike definitely eight tackles. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that spread scares me if Auburn and Army does be able to get on like you five six minute drives, even if they don't get in points and limit the time LSU touches the ball. But I think I watched LSU um, <laughs> dominate Auburn up front last week in person. 
Yeah. Um, actually, I watched about half the game. The other half, the tuba from the Auburn marching band was in my face. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm with you. I think I think LSU is going to win and cover. Fully respect the troops here on this podcast, though. Just putting that out <laughs> we, there. We do. All right. Next, number seven, Penn State, six and zero, three and zero in Big Ten play. At number three, Ohio State, six and zero, three and zero in Big Ten play. Ohio State is favored by four and one. Sorry, God, four point five. And it's an 11 a.m. Fox kickoff. I don't know what it is about the Big Ten. Dude, and doing I, their, their, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, they're like their best games are always at 11 a.m. And, you know, aren't they – do do they not have an agreement with ABC too? Do they not – are their games not on ABC as well? Sometimes. But the ABC is ESPN, so it's like I – mean, it's the same. You know, in, in my opinion, I feel like – this Duke Florida State game, which is what we got going on next, should be the two should be a two thirty ABC game, and Ohio State Penn State should be like a six or seven o'clock Fox. There's there's no reason this game should be played at eleven a.m. I agree. And, I think. I mean, I get it because a lot of people are just getting off game day. You know, it's kicking up, but I just feel like you're gonna have probably more people watching it at night after they're intoxicated. You know. Yeah. Well, I. Th- the atmosphere it, it helps in communication, but I think I could honestly understand it the view wise because like yeah. most teams are going to be playing two thirty six, especially your other prime time games. Yeah. At eleven a.m., you're not normally competing with another um, you know, I guess top seven game right here. I mean, especially not this week, and I and I understand it. It's just it's kind of frustrating because you know, which I mean, not for you because you play at Auburn's at six, but for me, I go into the stadium about one thirty for the two thirty. Yeah. So, the and the service in Tuscaloosa, especially on a game day with AT and T, is not good. So yeah, Tuscaloosa sucks. I agree. <laughs> what, what a what a way to rephrase my words there, Wells. But either, either way, Ohio State is going to win and cover big. I don't think well, is is Drew Aller. Is he Drew, Drew Aller hasn't had a true road start yet, right? Um, I don't think so. And if he has, it wasn't against. It, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. If he has, it wasn't this kind of game. Uh, yeah, I, I can say he went. Okay, he went to Illinois. Okay. And he went to Northwestern. So like, yeah, Kyle this McCord, is his true test. Kyle McCord started at Notre Dame, and they found a way to win it. Um, I think Ohio State is going to win because of three words: Marvin Harrison Jr. I, mean, I love those three words. I think I think Ohio State wins and covers big. I don't think they're going to cover. What, what is big to you, Jacob? What the spreads based off the spread? I'm going to say ten. Okay, I think that's. I think they're going to win too. I, I think I wouldn't necessarily say that's winning big, but I think they're going to win and cover. And I think you're right there, ten to you know fourteen range. No, nah, maybe not even fourteen. I think ten is a good number. So I think I have Ohio State winning and cover. Um, next, we got another ranked on rank. Um, number sixteen, Duke. Five and one, two and zero oh in ACC play. At number four, Florida State, six and zero, oh, four and zero oh in ACC play. Spread is a, a big one for a top sixteen game. It's uh, Florida State is a, a favored by fourteen and a half, and this is the six thirty ABC game. Jacob, what happens? Florida State wins and covers. They're my ACC champion. I gotta. I mean, the reason I the reason I didn't pick Duke to cover is because, like we were talking about before, um, Duke's only road game came at UConn. So it's really not a test of environment because UConn's not really a football school, if you will. So I think and I think it's gonna be different. A six thirty kick in 
was it Dope Campbell? Is that what they call her? Yeah, it is. Yeah, the spear. She's gonna be crazy. I don't know. I feel like Florida State. You know, they handled their business against what? What was the score was against Syracuse last week? Was that fifty-five to three or something like that? It, it was not close. It, it was for Syracuse. It was big, yeah. So, whatever it was, forty-one three, forty-one three. Yeah, I was thinking about Southern or South Alabama and Southern Miss last night. That was fifty-five to three. So <laughs> that, but, a little bit embarrassing for Southern Miss. Yeah, they just they suck, and so does Duke. So give me Florida State to win and cover. <laughs> All right, I had Duke covering, but I think you've convinced me. I have Florida State winning and covering. I went and looked at um, I was looking at Duke's schedule, and they did lose to Notre Dame, twenty-one to fourteen. I think Florida State is a better team than Notre Dame. So I'm going to go ahead and bump that number up and say that Florida State at home will cover that 14 and a half. Yeah, no doubt. Because they lost to, lost to Notre Dame at home, right? Um. Yeah. Yeah, they lost to Notre Dame at home. So if they lose that one at home, can you imagine how crazy it's going to be down there, Tallahassee? So, you know, it is. it is what it is. All right. Next on the agenda, we got number fourteen, Utah, five and one, two and one in the um, Pac-12 play. At number eighteen, um, USC, Southern Cal, six and one, four and zero oh in Pac-12 play after their loss last week to blowout loss to Notre Dame. Um, Southern Cal is favored by seven, and it's a seven p.m. kick on Fox, which I guess would be five o'clock that time. Um, I think Southern Cal is going to have a bounce back week. I think they got embarrassed last week, and I think. Th- Caleb Williams is just, you know, he's Caleb Williams, generational talent. So I think they're going to have a bounce back, and they're going to win and cover. Not so fast. I'm kidding. I don't know. I think think Utah – I think Utah is going to win. I think they're going to go to Southern Cal and win. Um, I I say this every week, but I still don't know this guy's name, the quarterback, because they run two, right? Um, For the most part. Yeah, it's Nate Johnson, and then they have the other one. Nate Johnson is the one I thought was starting last time. And then I'm trying to remember what the other guy's name is, but it's, it's drawn, I'm drawing a blank. Well, whoever it is is going to win the game. Uh, I think Utah's defense will be good enough to stop USC a couple times. And, I just, I mean, I, I don't know if USC's defense is good enough to stop Utah just because they didn't really show last week that they could stop anybody. So, I mean – I think it's, I think it's upset worthy. So I could see it happening. I could see, especially with Arizona going in there a couple of weeks ago and mm-hmm. on the upset off and double overtime. I think Utah's better than Arizona, so um, I think Utah is going to go in there and find a way to win that one. Bryson Barnes is his name. Um, yeah, I'm, I think if Cam Rising was healthy and starting this game, that I, I think I'd go Utah, but. I don't know. Cam Rising is not, so I'm going to go Kevin Williams. Fair enough. All right. Next on the agenda, we have a number 22 Air Force at Navy. This is a big support the troops game. Um, Navy Air Force is favored by 10 and a half, and it's an 11 a.m. CBS game. Jacob, who you got? I will be watching this game instead of Penn State and Ohio State, just to, just to tell you that much, because um, I support the troops. But I think Air Force is going to dominate. I mean, the fact that they're ranked tells you pretty much everything. I think you need to know what is Air Force record. I don't, it's not on there. Is it six and zero? I think so. I think so. Well, I, I would imagine they have to be undefeated to be ranked, especially with. I mean, because they don't really, they don't really show too much respect to the troops or to the army. Yeah. 
Air Force schools. They used to like Navy a lot back when Navy was really good with that um that quarterback. I'm trying to think of his name, but I'm Keegan. Keegan is it? Was it Keegan Thompson? Maybe. Yeah. Um, they are six and zero. Yeah, I think they're gonna. Is the game in Annapolis or is it at a neutral site? I think they play at Navy. Okay. Yeah. I mean, either way, I think Air Force is going to go in. I don't know, man. I can see Navy definitely. I can see Navy definitely winning this one just because, you know, they want to show who the real who the real armed force is. So, I mean, I don't know, but I think Air Force is going to win and cover the ten and a half. I'd like to apologize to the fan of our, to Air Force and Navy when I said that Ohio State Penn State was the only prime time big game. Yeah, um, we troops there, Jacob. I, I'm sorry, you know, I, and. You know, there's a reason that Navy says beat Army and not beat Air Force um, because they've traditionally dominated Air Force. But that stops that stops this year and Air Force is going to win and cover their Navy just is not that good. Unfortunately, I think it's the first year coach after they left uh, the guy that I'm not going to pronounce his name. (laughs) You and you and pronunciations are just not best friends. Gordophonics didn't help me. I'm sorry, guys. Don't, don't send your kids to Alabama public school. <laughs> or just don't be from coal fire. That helps, too. <laughs> I'm so, possum raised me the way I am, you know. Yeah, what can I say? Bad. Nothing's wrong with that. All right. Next was going to be who I picked to win the national championship this year. And, boy, was I wrong on this one. <laughs> Clip said 4-2, 2-2 two, two in ACC play at Miami, 4-2, 0-2 in ACC play. Clemson is favored by three, and it is a 7 p.m. ACC Network game. Um, Miami has just not looked good once they got to conference play. They beat um, A&M earlier this year, but they just they lost to Georgia Tech. And who did they play last week? Was it Georgia Tech last week? No, UNC last week. Yeah, that's so like Georgia Tech's not good. I think Georgia Tech's better than um, – is not as good as Clemson. Miami at seven o'clock is just not a great atmosphere, and they don't feel that they don't feel hard rock up. Like it's it's really a shame if it wasn't for living in South Beach. Beach, I don't know how they'd get any recruits. Really, Cristobal has been a disappointment at Miami, in my opinion. So I think Clemson, K. Klubnik, and Old Dabo are going to go down to Hard Rock Stadium and get the win. Yeah. Um... I just changed mine to Clemson. Um, I was sitting here thinking Miami. I don't know, man. They blew the didn't they blew the lead to A and M, right? No, they, they, yeah. they beat them by like two scores or so. That's right. Hmm. Hmm. But they did blow Georgia Tech when they didn't take the knee. Yeah, but they would have won. Give me Miami. Miami wins. All right. Miami upset win, I guess. If you want to call it an upset, I don't know. Yeah, I guess Clemson's favorite by three, so it's definitely an upset. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think – I don't think Clemson's ready for the culture of Miami. You know, all the flash- – you know, just because it's flashy, you know. They're mm. flashy. They have that big turnover chain, too. They still have that. I don't know if they still had it, but – I mean, last – I'm sure they got something. Yeah, I mean – the. The the famous Miami play that I still think about was the big lateral against Duke. Remember that? Mm-hmm, I do. So that that's the reason that they're going to win this game. That lateral play. <laughs> All right. Next we got number two Michigan, seven and zero, 
four and zero in Big Ten play at Michigan State, who is two and four, zero and three in Big Ten play. I think they're also without their head coach. Um, Michigan is favored by twenty four and a half. It is a six thirty NBC game. This is what should be switched. They should have Ohio State, Penn State on NBC at six thirty, and they should have Michigan State, Michigan at on Fox. I mean. He- I don't necessarily disagree. I just think with both of the teams having scandals going on, it's just perfect to have at night. <laughs> so, scan- scandal ball? Yeah, I mean, so I I think Michigan's going to go in there and win, but I do think that it's going to be closer than 24. So Michigan State, I think Michigan State's going to cover just because it's, su- it's such a big rivalry game. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I just – they don't like each other. The video of – was it Devin Bush, you know, or Clayton yeah. Barton or yep. – you know, That so was Devin Bush. It up. So, I think I, they hate each other. It's kind of – it's almost – I would say it's almost worse than Alabama Auburn. As far as the hatred level, like of the players. Because yeah, I, okay. like, I feel like the players don't hate each other as much as the fans do down here. It's like the fans I, hate each other more. I agree. I think I think I think the players I think the players out here hate the other like the university and they and the fans definitely hate each other. But like these are the same kids that grew up together. Like they're they're like they don't really hate hate each other. Like we don't we're not brawling every right. time we play like the egg ball does or like this game does sometimes. Right. So uh, I but I do think Michigan's gonna win and but Michigan State will cover to keep it close. I yeah I think I'm gonna take Michigan to win. I think I'm going to take him to cover just because of J.J. McCarthy. He's looked really good. Um, and, you know, they got the schedule going on. So are they going to be a little motivated to just show everybody that they don't need to steal the signs to win? They're like the Astros, I guess. But um, yeah, I, I think Michigan's going to win and cover. I mean, unfortunately, Michigan State has just not been good. They don't have Mel Tucker. And um, they've done nothing to prove to me that they can even sniff at winning this game. So I'm going to take Michigan. The last game we have on our slate um, before we get into America's team and our Super Dogs is going to be <clears throat> Memphis, who is four and two and one and one in conference play, going to UAB, who is two and five and one and two in conference play. Uh, Memphis is favored by six and a half. This game is an eleven a.m. kick in Birmingham at is it Pro- Protective? Ain't that the name of the stadium? Protective Stadium. Yep. Protective Stadium. So. Uh, I don't really think there's – I don't think this one's a close. I don't think this one's close at all. UAB – UAB's got their moments, but this isn't going to be one of them. I think Memphis is going to win and cover that six and a half. And shout out Ethan Wilder um, for committing to Memphis today. Uh, kid's going to – he's going to be successful if he just – if he just keeps doing what he's doing. Yeah, I'm with you. UAB is not going to protect the stadium. Um, <laughs> Memphis is a great job of protecting it in the city, anyways. But I digress. Yeah, well, you know they got the the interstate to protect it. It's like a little calm in and all that. Um, or you can go play top golf. Yes, yeah, I mean Memphis fans can. There ain't no place to tailgate, but you can go play top golf. Will be open at 11 a.m. I bet you they open at 10 o'clock on a Saturday. Yeah, they'll be fired up to go and play top golf. <laughs> they could go in Friday night and play top golf if you can. That's a different story. If you can be in a Birmingham, Birmingham at you know at night, 
I, I wouldn't advise that. Don't know many people that I, would have. I don't know, man. It's Memphis. I don't, dude, you know their trophy is called the Battle of the Bones. Battle of the Bones? Yeah, you know what the Battle of the Bones is? Like it said. It's ribs. Who has really? Barbecue. Yeah, straight up. Like I saw the picture when I was looking at, um, when I was looking on Twitter today, they posted it. It's the Battle of the Bones. And it's literally like the trophy is a literal slab of ribs. Like mm-hmm. I'm not even kidding. Well, Trent Defer looks like he could eat a lot of ribs, but um, Memphis is going to cover and win, <laughs> win the game. Let's see. I want to. I want to show you. Obviously, y'all can't see this because we don't post a video version. Should we start doing that? Do we? Do we start? Do we start posting the actual footage? Because it's probably a lot harder for me to edit, and I'm really lazy and don't really want to do it. But I mean, if everybody else wants to see it, then we'll put a poll up. We'll put a poll up. At- yeah. Our our seven view our seven viewers can uh can you see that? Oh, I can see that. <laughs> it's an actual slab of ribs. That looks like my cow pasture out there. My God, <laughs> um, dude, from yeah. from two thousand to two thousand six, UAB won six, two four. They won seven straight. UAB did from two thousand two thousand six. The last time they played was in two thousand twelve, and Memphis won. So, but. It looks like since they've had this trophy, Memphis has won five, and UAB's won nine. So UAB's nine and five. Decently right. close. I mean, I guess they're going to get really familiar being in the same conference. So they'll be able to yeah. keep this up going every year. All right, let's go ahead and hop into America's team. Yes, sir. Speaking of, speaking of Ethan Wilder and Gordo, yeah. um, Oakman seven and one at Gordo seven and one. The spread is Gordo, 35 and a half. Gordo, I mean, Jacob, why don't you tell everybody what this game is for? This game is for the 3A Region 5 area or Region Championship. Um, the most prestige region in, um, state, in, all the, in every classification of the state. It is the most prestigious region that we've ever been a part of. Um, Carbon Hill. That's just like play it. Carbon Hill is the Tuscaloosa County of that seven eight battle region of the death yeah. or whatever they call that. Yeah. Um, Thirty five and a half though, Jacob. That's a big spread, dude. I don't. I don't know, man. I just. What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen is Oakman is just. They're just a bunch of good old country folk up there in Oakman, and they're just gonna. They don't have as much speed as we do. So they're just going to try and I, I imagine they're going to try and out muscle us. Mm-hmm. Which they've been unsuccessful in the past. So I think we played them like. Dude, last I year. I, I, I played 50, them three times. I think the score last year was 52 to 13 or something like that. So, I mean, Gordo's going to win. Gordo's going to cover because they're the greatest team to ever. Um, Never walked the face of the earth. So I think I think Gordo wins and covers that 35 and a half. I think that's what's gonna happen. Well I, do. Happened to I have Gordo winning. Are you doubting? Are you doubting Gordo? I'm I'm doubting that they covered 36 in the region in a region championship game. That's a lot, big number. It but is. I was especially last week, you know, we were up 29 at halftime. Gosh dang it. I was so mad. Spread was 29 and a half, and we didn't score in the second half. We didn't let them score either. Yeah, see that, that it's just because we didn't we didn't want to <laughs> we didn't want to be disrespectful. That's We're it. about sportsmanship. That is so it's the fat cops, man. They they didn't handle the disrespect and we didn't want to go to jail. Dude, it is literally I mean, we literally win the sportsmanship award. Every year for some reason. 
<laughs> Imagine that one. That just tells you just exactly, like it tells you everything you need to know. Um, say we won the, we won the three A region five championship last year. Um, beat Oakman fifty six to twelve. I was just looking up, so um, it's not going to be. I don't think it's going to be particularly particularly close. And um, I'm going to handle business now. Um. Are you out last week? What you asked me who was going to be the first touchdown? I said Ethan Wilder. I was right. Took the opening kickoff back. Correct. Um, this week we'll do this. Ethan Wilder or the field for the first touchdown? Or or the field? Yeah, like everybody else. Anybody else. <laughs> um, I think what's gonna I'll be honest with you. I think Oakland's gonna score first. If they I think okay, like, Gordo, who's the first Gordo touchdown? Ethan. <laughs> I'm thinking Ethan too. Just because why not? You know, they're gonna want to show him off. You know, I think Ethan got the offer like a like two weeks after or he had already been offered, but he's committed two weeks after his Carbon Hill game where he had five touchdowns in the first half. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Yeah, I, I think I think he was up there for Memphis after that Carbon Hill game. Um Yeah. Either way, we're gonna win and we're gonna be the greatest team to ever to ever live. So yeah, Marcel who? <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> All right, we'll go ahead and jump into our super dogs. On that note, um, I have Georgia State upsetting Louisville, or not Louisville? Sorry, Louisiana. Um, sp- spread is uh, Louisiana three point five. Um, Georgia State's actually been a pleasant surprise this year. I believe their only loss was Troy, maybe, and um, so I have their. I think they're going to go down to uh, Lafayette and upset Louisiana, and then I have Wazoo after they got embarrassed last week. Was it Arizona that beat them? My gosh. They got embarrassed. Oh my God. Embarrassed. Like, that's an understatement. At home, too. Yeah. Wazoo is going to be mad this week, and Oregon's going to be a little bit of a letdown. Oregon's going to win the game, no doubt in my mind, but I think it's going to be about a 17 point game. So I have Wazoo covering versus Oregon. Yeah. I have, um, that's a good, I, I think that's a good pick just because Oregon, I think their morale is going to be a little low. Um, I think Illinois. Uh, I have Illinois to upset Wisconsin. I get, yeah, Wisconsin's a two and a half point favorite. This game is in Champaign. So, um, you know, I think, I think Illinois is going to win and take care of business against Wisconsin, especially after a sloppy game versus Iowa that Wisconsin had last week, only scoring six points. And then um, I think Stanford's going to cover the 17 against UCLA. UCLA coming off of um, a loss last week at Oregon State, right? Mm-hmm. And and then you know Stanford obviously came back and um wait did I say that was two and a half twenty two and a half Illinois no. okay um yeah Stanford's going to cover the seventeen against UCLA especially after their comeback win against um against Colorado last week UCLA's ranked so big ranked up cover for Stanford I guess if you want to call it that so that's all we have for you this week this has been episode 13 of it just means less we appreciate you listening and we'll see you next week